It's a scared cat's it's, podcast. It's cats that are scared, and it's a podcast. And we're live. And we're live. And I snotted into the can, the microphone, right when we became live. Hi guys. It's just me today. No. Yeah, just me. No, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm gonna be the whole I'm show. Right here. I am here, and I'm, I'm ready to go. See, that was me talking in Brian's voice. Wasn't it so good and realistic? Hi, I'm Brady Elliott. Hi. <laughs> it's not the worst. All right. I don't even know what number this is. Or what happened last anymore. time in our lives. Yeah, I don't know what We haven't was recorded happening. in so long. We had family vacation. I had a wedding. We had life. I got a record player. Yeah, I got a record my player. Birthday. I'm 25 years old now. Woo-woo. Yeah. I just turned 22. That's what it's about. <laughs> That's what it's about, man. We went um, to a flea market for the first time. First off, we went thrifting yesterday and got a bunch of 21 records. Yeah, so many great records. $14. I love the classical music. Yeah. We got to get more of that. Yeah. Then we went to a flea market. Oh. It was so fun. Fuck, the dust guard's up. I just had deja vu because I saw the Kid Cudi record. But I also got some records from my fam and from his fam. And I just had major deja vu, so that was cool. I feel like this keeps happening on this show. Deja vu. Yeah. The vu vu. Which apparently is just your mind trying to recorrect an old memory. Yes, thank you, Sheldon. But from I think Big there's Bang. still more to it than that. There's more to it than that. Always. All right, should we jump in? Yeah. Rock, papers? Rock, papers. Or do you want to go first, <laughs> second? Do you want to? We should rock, paper. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get this. Yes! I won, guys! This is real. Oh my god. It's true. It's not bullshit. It's true. I had to get out of my mind and get into like more not my mind because you always know what I'm going to choose. Yeah, I know. All right. Are you ready? Are you going first then? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Go figure. Hell yeah. Um, what do we have in store today? Guess. Guess what type of topic. I'm not guessing. D- guess a type of topic. There's a type of topic. Like, is it true crime? Is it... It's okay. a murder. No. It's a paranormal investigation of a house in Upper New England. <laughs> no. It's a haunted object. It is a... Uh, it's a conspiracy. It's... Uh, it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Hey, got I got it, it right. Got it. <laughs> I got it right, motherfuckers. All right. This one came from a co-worker. I'll just say his first name, Alex, because I don't know if he wants to be on the show. Well, um, you're on it, Alex. What? You're on. on Welcome. Welcome. Great guy. Denver Airport conspiracy theories. Have you heard of I this? I feel like I've heard something about this, but I don't oh know. Oh, my gosh. I think Sean might have mentioned something about a bunch of conspiracy <laughs> theories at the airport. I never heard of it until we were doing, like, a get-to-know-you with my team. And he and I told them about our show. And he's like, have you done the Denver conspiracy theory? Like, the airport? And I was like, no, never heard of it. My sister and her boyfriend live there. So we were like, It's a big-ass airport. Yeah. I'm like, how have I never heard of these? So I'm super excited. Okay, here we go. To tell you these. Um, a lot of this information came from BuzzfeedRationalWiki.org. 
didn't know it was the thing. Thrillist.com and DIA Conspiracy Files, which DIA is Denver International Airport. But I didn't get a little, I didn't like realize that was the site until like I was like, oh, I should cite my sites. And then. Wait, so it's the actual airport website? It's not No, it's the DIA Conspiracy Files. Sorry, I don't know if I said it fully. I don't know either. But I was like, dang, I should have started this with this one because it seems like they'd probably have a lot of good information. But I got a lot of great information. If you want more, have at it. Go on that site. I'm sure they have a lot more. All right. As rationalwiki.org would say, what could there be hiding in plain sight? Uh, <laughs> Amazing. Okay, okay. Amazing. I love that. <laughs> All right, let's get into the shit. The Denver Airport opened February 28th, 1995. This construction was 16 months behind schedule and $2 billion over budget. More typical. Do you know how much it cost? $7.8 billion. No, holy shit. $4.8 billion. I was close. I got the point eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that crazy, though? That's, that's, that's a lot, lot of money. That's a lot of money. Well, considering you spend, like, $2 million to build a bathroom nowadays. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think any other airport has, like, even close to this. This airport is 35,000 acres total, and that's almost twice as large as the next biggest airport. So it's like, why the fuck is it so big? So big. A lot of flights coming in coming in and out. Denver Same with other, other places. Denver's a hopping place, man. Yeah, Kansas City International Airport. Oh, is that part of it? Like, is that, why is it so big? That's the start of the conspiracies? Um, Well, it's kind of like, oh, suspicious, you know. Well, anyways, people are suspicious, okay? Okay. And they want to know where the money actually went, which we'll get into, and what's going on at that airport, all right? On top of that. What what the fuck was that? What was that? I have no idea. <laughs> they hear us. <laughs> the hell was that? Okay, continue. They know we're talking about it. <laughs> On top of that, the airport from an aerial view looks like a swastika. People say. Oh, okay. Okay. This isn't normal for an airport. Like the runways, usually there shouldn't be like four runways like that. But a representative for the airport said this was on purpose so that the runway, they were like designed so that they could be used simultaneously no matter the weather. So it'd be like more efficient. Okay. Makes sense. And they see it more as a pinwheel, which I agree with. I just think like people, okay. Also, swastika is not like, yeah, it's bad if you look at it as a Nazi, but it's also like a Buddhist symbol for. Yeah. Right. Like. It's just a simple people. Right. And like her explanation makes sense because like you don't want to, even if the weather is good, you don't want to wait for other, I mean, if the weather, yeah, even if the weather is good, you don't want to wait for other planes and like it'll so be it so much more like, efficient. Like one's going this way, one's I going that way. I have a picture for you. No. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and say that's stupid. Yeah. Like. This is a stupid reason. And Denver is known for their high wind and their insane like weather conditions. So Up in the mountains. It makes sense. Mile it's, high. Yeah. It's also noted that it allows for parallel runways in the future. Like they can add on to it and then you have more efficiency going. It's all about the efficiency, man. Yeah. Also, people see patterns and everything. It's just like how you see patterns in inanimate objects. Like, oh, that fridge is smiling at me. Yeah, like the back of cars. It's freaking, I don't know, periodolia. Peri- what? Peri- 
the the thing. Oh, uh, where you see faces and shit. Yeah, periodolia. Yeah. I don't, I don't per- think I'm saying Peridontia. Peridolia. Peridontia sounds like an orthodontist. So it's a swastika. Supposedly. Supposedly, I call it. In the mind of Bullshit. some. Yeah, agreed. Next, the dedication capstone. This was placed in March 1994 to memor- Wait, say that date again? March. I don't think you said a date. <laughs> March 19... Okay. 1994. March 1990. Okay. Yeah. And it was to memorialize the air airport which wasn't even open yet but whatever a capstone is yeah so it's like a cornerstone okay well it was in place and some of the stuff on it is like the freemasonry symbol with a compass with a capital g inside of it two names of grand masters maesters probably okay and underneath it it notes that the new world airport commission is credited with helping fund and build the airport. So airport officials kind of say, like, oh, it's weird, weird writing. But what we mean is it was commissioned for the new world airport. But it says new world airport commission. So it's kind of weird. But what the fuck is the new world airport? That's the thing. So have you ever heard of the new world order conspiracy? Yeah. Yeah. I had not heard of it. Well, like, I can maybe... It was kind of just like there's going to be a new world order where people are going to take over. Yeah, I was kind of saying that throughout history there's been like small groups of powerful people that work together in secret to establish a single all-powerful global government. And so people are like, oh, that's what they mean by the New World Airport Commission. It was by the New World Order who commissioned this. Okay. And then back to the symbol with the Freemasonry, they... The Freemasonry also is believed to be tied to the Illuminati, but Facts. it's a very... Is it? Well, that's oh. what people say. Okay. But it's very a very real, very secret fraternal society that's supposedly the largest in the world. The Illuminati or the Freemasons? Freemasons. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I it's feel like really it's not just, very secret, though, because we know about it's it. It's kind of not that secret anymore. They just did a documentary where they like opened up a little bit. I don't know, I forget who did it, but there's a whole documentary on something. I think it's on Netflix. There's a bunch of old dudes that just, like, really like ceremony. And yeah. they have to, like, memorize. Like, the way you rise up is, like, you memorize certain speeches and ceremonies. And you get, like, really, really into it. <laughs> I mean, it is, like, a fraternity type thing where, like, if you are a Freemason, it opens up a lot of opportunities. I actually thought about, like, it's pretty cool. In terms of that, it's kind of mm-hmm. just like acting. So pretty much just a bunch of old frat boys. Pretty much. Frat boys? Huh. It's a bunch of old dudes and their sons, basically. Well, people don't see it as just frat boys. Yes, I know. That's yeah. just the truth. Yeah, because they see it more. Well, it's, they, it's rumored to be dated back to the Middle Ages. And is rumored to have many powerful memory, members, which cause people to believe that the Freemasons are looking to take over. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of, like, pretty much all of the founding fathers were Freemasons. Yeah. They think that they're involved in starting the new world order. I can see that. So, a lot of, a lot of, mm, what is this? What, what's this doing on this stone? You know? Which also, also, the mayor at the time. Freemason? Yeah. Okay. Great name. Mayor Wellington Webb. Ooh, alliteration. You got me with the, yeah. me with the alliterations. People of the town found out, like, oh, during this 
commemoration ceremony <laughs> thing, you know, that he's Brother Webb, and he, like, showed up in his, like, traditional garb. Like, Oh, yeah, up? he had his, uh, yeah. they call it a, fuck, what do they call it? They said white apron. I don't apron, know. yeah, the apron. <laughs> okay. It's all about the aprons. Like, the more you go up, it's, like, so the cr- it's crazy how much they spend on these fucking aprons. It's, like, thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. What? That's so wild. Man, it's, it's crazy. That's wild to me. And they even did, like, some of the rituals during the ceremony thing. So it was, like, everybody's, like, what's happening? What? Well, and Freemasons, they're Masons. They're stonemasons. So it's Which like... Which doesn't make sense for this. Well, yeah, they build buildings. That's what masons... Like, but they... But even the... Somebody, like, secretary... No, secretary of state... Somebody was like, they had no part in actually building it. They were just there for this. They just created this, uh, yeah. ster- this ceremony and, like, gave this capstone. Yeah. So, like, they didn't do shit. But, like, originally, that's what yeah. they did. Well, that's why it's, like, the compass and the square... That's what yeah, but a guy with the last name Smith originally was because he was, they were blacksmiths. But somebody with the last name Smith doesn't mean they're going to be a blacksmith anymore. So, same with the masonry. Yeah, okay. Boom. Boom. <laughs> okay. I'll just continue. <laughs> oh, if you're feeling crazy. Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. Okay. 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 <laughs> this was one of my favorite. Okay. My favorite theories. Hypothesis. So there's Braille theory. Hypothesis. So there's, shh. Okay. Mm. We're talking about conspiracy theories. Yeah. Conspiracy hypothesis. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. So there's Braille on the capstone, you know? Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But it's said that if you touch it in a certain way, you'll either A, release toxic gas, or B, find a secret keypad to speak to aliens. Okay, that's a little bit of what I was thinking. For some reason in my mind, I thought you would burst into a ball of light. What? I don't know. That's what's the first thing that came to mind. I just imagine people at the airport, like, yeah, touching like, the braille mm, for a while. That's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Also, if you're feeling wild, there people say that if you add up all of the numbers in the dedication tape, excluding March... So if you did oh, one plus that's nine, convenient. I know, I know. <laughs> one plus nine plus one plus nine plus nine plus four equals 33, which is the highest level of Mason. the Freemasons. Yeah. 33 to 33 degrees. So like, yeah, you spent all that time on those buying those robes, but we're just going to give this building the highest level of honor. Sure. Yeah. So apparently it's pretty easy to get to like the third degree. Like that's kind of where you like learn a bunch of stuff, and then I think it gets harder after. I'm not certain. Don't quote me on that. Feels like a pyramid scheme. Buy our aprons. Uh. And you'll get to the next level. It's really little, easy at first. A little different. It's really easy at first. I would say definitely a money maker. They're very fucking rich. Believe it. All right. Next step: underground bunkers. I what? knew it was coming. What? What? Got thirty-five thousand acres. You gotta have some <laughs> underground tunnels and shit. <laughs> yeah. A former airport construction worker claimed that the build was delayed to, due to five multi-story buildings built underneath the airport, as well as a complex network of tunnels. Oh, yeah. That part, the tunnels part, was also confirmed by um, other workers as well. However, if you ask the C- the the CEO of F- Fentress Architect and the man in charge of the airport's design, 
named Curtis Ventress. What a name. He was sworn to secrecy and can't speak to anything. Can't say, like, oh, what's under there? What's this built for? He's like, meh, can't tell you. Conspiracies for the the secretive underground construction include a vast network. I'm getting very tongue-tied today. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I think since I'm not drinking, like, wine or something, it's like my, you know, I'm getting tongue-tied because I don't have that layer of wine. Yeah. Sure. It might go the other way. (laughs) You have more wine, you get more tongue tied. (laughs) Because parts of your brain start shutting down. I'm talking more about my mouth. Like my tongue keeps getting stuck. All right. Can I say what I think it is? Yeah. I think they're up a mile high in Denver and underground bunkers for political people to go there. When they so they fly into Denver when the world's ending, or up mm-hmm. high elevation, and the Rockies mm-hmm. is I don't know where the Rockies are. I'm pretty close. I'm pretty sure. And the Rockies is the place you want to go if zombies ever come. Yeah, who told us that? I, I did. Th- no. Yeah, I. It was some older dude. No. No, it was at. Um, no. Were you with me? I read the article and told you. No, remember we were at Sean's mom's house. And it was like his uncle or somebody. Yeah. Said that. Said that. I don't think so. Remember? And then you were like, yeah. And then we started talking about it. Oh. That's who I first. Maybe we read the right same article. Maybe. That was the same dude that I, again, tried to explain my Jurassic Park theory. Hypothesis. Jurassic Park (laughs) hypothesis. And everyone just looked at me like I was crazy. What is it again? (laughs) Let's let's see. It's the, the Jurassic Park movie, the new one. Where they build the dinosaur that's, like, crazy smart and it breaks out. Yeah. We are descendants of that dinosaur when the aliens came down however many millions of years ago and built a zoo on Earth. They engineered us too far and we broke out, killed all of them, and then we evolved Mm. from there into what we are today. Okay. I don't remember that. Anyways, do you want to hear? Yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> okay. Go ahead with your theory. So, here are the conspiracies. Let's do it. All right. It's either a vast network of command bunkers or head- secret headquarters for the New World Order, the Illuminati, or neo-Nazis, or reptoids, which I don't know what reptoids are, and I didn't look it up. Sounds like reptile Yeah, like people. lizard people, which isn't that what the Illuminati see, it is? It sounds like a reptile android. It's like mechanical reptiles maybe or like a reptile like acid reflux pill like an, a toyed altoid, uh, altoid or something so that's reptiles with reflux. good breath yeah pretty much we'll settle there pretty much or theory number two okay is their post-apocalyptic fallout bunkers for billionaires and politicians thank you which thank is a fun, you. i want to be a part of that you want to yeah. Oh, yeah. I just didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, okay. I was making sure. I was like, man. who would want to be there? <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get on that list. And then we can camp out in the Rockies when the zombies come. Yeah, exactly. Number three, a future FEMA can- concentration camp waiting to be used on our own citizens. Okay. Or four, best of all, it's home of the aliens. Ah, easy in and out. Which is like... Is this the new Area 51? What? Can... Oh, oh my gosh. It's an airport. They can, like, park their little... Uh... That's what I said. You know, easy oh, in and out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Pretty little UFOs. Hey, come in. Oh, I'm going to switch it so it looks like a plane, but really it's not That's a plane. exactly what I was just going to say. Oh, my god! At this point, if they were real, they'd definitely switch. Yeah. Or have a cloaking shield where we don't even see anything. Facts. Boom. But I'm pretty sure the dude that ran, like, the UFO shit for the government just came out. And he was like, yeah, that was all bullshit. What thing? About Area 51? No, there's UFOs in general. I mean, at this point, we... Unless you're pretty into the whole aliens are UFOs things. It was just us testing planes. Oh, yeah. Like, that was just all it is. Yeah. But not to say that maybe aliens came in and out using that as cover. You know, you never know. Right. Or, like, we're testing planes, you know, back to X-Files. We're testing planes from the wreckage of a UFO and, like, making our planes more alien-like. Yeah. We just don't know, people. We don't have all the answers, but we have not a lot of answers. Okay, back to work. All right, so we got a swastika runway, which I don't believe. The New World Order funding the airport. We got some sketchy underground bunkers. Are you ready to talk about some creepy-ass art? Sure. Cool. This art is believed to predict the New World Order taking over, supposedly. Ooh, it's starting to storm. Ooh, we got a thunderstorm outside, ladies and gentlemen. So on the level of, sorry, level five of the Jeppesen Terminal, don't think I said that right, there's some creepy ass- Jeppesen or Jefferson? Jeppesen. Oh, okay. Maybe I spelled it wrong. I don't know. We can go to the airport and find out if we really want to. There's some creepy ass (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Let's talk about it. All right. One of them has a forest on fire with people surrounding three caskets of dead people in them. And, what? And dead animals around. What the fuck? This yeah. is an airport. <laughs> and the people who are alive are holding animals in glass boxes, which I don't understand. That's weird as and fuck. And everybody's like sad. Like, yeah, that's and they're just like dead people. I'll show you the pictures once we get through this. Another one has a bunch of like overly excited, like creepily excited children that are crowding around and they're carrying like tons of swords and shit inside of like nation's flags, which is really weird. Hmm. And then there's this just like blonde kid that's like really fucking excited with a hammer and he's like hammering the swords and bending them. And then there's like a Nazi soldier dude on the ground, which I'm like, but okay. He's actually, it's an. Well, he looks like it. people say he's a Nazi soldier, okay. but he looks pretty Nazi soldier esque. Nazi esque. Yeah, which will make sense for the next picture. But I thought, like, oh, you know. Just first of all, this dude's fucking weird off the bat. Yeah. Like, even if it's not. Yeah. Fucking Illuminati shit. That's weird. And they're really colorful, and it's like, oh, this is going to be so exciting. Let's look at this picture, and it's like, whoa, what's happening here? But, I mean, well, I guess, you know, all, like, the really intricate fucking pictures that are in museums. Ha! I'm not the only one. (laughs) In, like, museums, and I know I'm not saying that, museums, whatever the fucking people say. Museums, because I'm from Cleveland. Museums. Um, like, there's some crazy. Well, I guess those are religious paintings mostly, though. So, I mean, it does. It kind of would be like a new world order thing. Yeah. Like, there's some weird shit, but yeah, continue. But this one, I, I kind of can see where he could be like, you know, like, oh, we're trying to get rid of violence. So, like, all these children are like, here, let's destroy these swords. But it's just really weird how it's done. Like, I'll show you. It's really weird. Okay. And then the worst one, in my eyes, there's a huge soldier similar to the one in the other one. It's this, like, huge Nazi soldier guy standing with an angry gas mask face. Yeah. And he's holding this giant machine gun or, like, whatever type of gun. This huge sword that he's pointing down, and it's piercing a dove. And then there's these, like, kids in the rubble kind of behind him to the left that's like you know it looks like they're sleeping but are they sleeping and then next to them is this lady holding a dead baby crying and then at the bottom on the right is this poem by a child who actually died in the Auschwitz concentration camp Auschwitz Auschwitz concentration camp it was like this 14 year old child so, this is so some weird shit, intense. man. Can I show you them so you have? Yeah, I need to, like, because <laughs> I'm picturing it all. Okay. I'm just like, so here's the first. What? One. Oh, okay. So, that's a dead. The fuck? Yeah. Okay. And then. Keep going. Is that the same one? No. No, that, that one I didn't really know how to describe. Okay, this is a little less crazy than i thought are you kidding me look at all these dead i mean i get it i get it but i was bones i was picturing like some weird stop 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 stop. i'm in charge this one okay this kid freaks me out all right this isn't as bad as i thought it was there's the guy there's the swords this one this one's the worst of all all right that one's bad see clearly that's weird like, if I was walking through an airport and I saw that, I'd be like... 
And it's piercing the dough. What? So the last one is the creepiest one of all. And there's like a rainbow up top that yeah, people see that. as like radiation or like, I don't know if radiation is the right word, but like, you know, some sketchy shit happening. I was going to read the poem for you guys, but it just made me really sad. So I'm not going to read it. Okay. okay. So now you have the visuals. I think they're creepy, but whatever. Oh, also, also supposedly one of the pictures it said that there's a kid holding a Mayan stone. What? It said awesomely. Also, supposedly, that's now awesomely. <laughs> you know, make new words. It's the way we do. So the Maya, it's a Mayan stone? Yeah, they believe it's a Mayan stone tablet, which could be... A, could have been like towards the assemble of the apocalypse that was supposed to happen in 2012. Mm-hmm. So some people were like, oh, this was like an underground bunker for like billionaires and politicians during this time because the apocalypse was going to happen. And like the dude that made the building was going to do like when they because it looks like a bunch of it's supposed to look like the Rocky Mountains, like the airport. But it kind of looks like a bunch of circus tents. But the original direction they were going to was more like these pyramids that look like Mayan pyramids. So people were like, oh, okay, the apocalypse. Okay. One guy, Dr. Leonard How- Hofstetter? No, Horowitz. Horowitz. Uh, I'm saying that right. He sees the murals. Okay, this is like, I like copy and paste. Like, so I was like, whoa. He sees the murals as depicting genocide that particularly affects black and Hispanic people and dedicated by largely secret Masons. The Nazi alien symbolizes the Nazi fascist links between contemporary population controllers and the military petrochemical industrialists accountable for Hitler's rise to power. I was like, whoa. Okay. And then he was talking more about the Rockefeller family and the royal family, and I was like, okay. You got some thoughts on, yeah. on these paintings. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's all unsettling in my eyes. Um, it went through a lot of different hands before finally being approved, including a panel of community members and artists, several government communities, and government communities? I think I, that was the wrong word. Several government officials is what I meant. Government, yeah, committees, probably. Not communities, committees. Yeah, probably. And even the mayor, which we all know he's a Freemason. Mm -hmm. So, Either way, even if there is no true secret meaning behind the art, it's surprising that the government officials would allow this. And it's like, yeah, this is not, I don't think this is the place for that kind of art. Especially when you have stuff about like Nazis and. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Some weird stuff. Yeah. Okay, last piece of the construction suspiciousness. Uh, as we all know, you have to know. Know what? The the oh. next piece. Wait, what? The, the creepiest part of the airport. Okay. Outside the airport. What's outside the airport? I don't fucking... What? Big blue and red. Oh, the, my God. Uh, the big blue water buffalo <laughs> no blue and red the creepy ass blue horse statue i don't know about that what are you talking about yes you do we drove by it remember and I its eyes were glowing it. red it's right outside the airport do i need to show you a picture 
Yeah, I don't know. This. What? You know this. We saw this. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. So. That for the Broncos? I don't know. His name is Blue Mustang, but people will know him better as Blucifer. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Devil. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it's a 32-foot-tall, 9,000-pound horse with gl- blue horse with glowing red eyes that just don't quit. They're glowing day, night, rain, sunshine, snow, anytime. People believe that's him. Light, that's how light bulbs work. I don't know if they're light bulbs. Okay. They're just the power. Of they're the power of the devil. The angry force within. People believe him to represent the fourth horseman. I was going to say. The apocalypse. Yeah. Um, the fourth horseman, if you don't know, is he represents death. So I was like, oh, my God. You know? To make things even more chilling, the statue's artist, Louise Jiminsen, I've definitely said that all wrong, was killed by his own masterpiece. Before it was completed, a giant piece of the statue fell and severed his artery. Okay. <laughs> That was that's that a was jump. <laughs> Severed one? his his artery in his leg. Okay, which led him to die. Ooh, it's rough. Which I'm surprised the beers. I'm surprised conspiracy theorists aren't like are like, oh, this was all planned so he wouldn't talk because he knew too much. So like, have him build it and then kill him when it's almost done. Now they are. Yep, I started that one. I feel really good about it. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm gathering gathering from all this is the New World Order funded an airport to have their secret bunkers below for when they destroy the world, making them the only survivors so they can, like, repopulate and create a new world. Then they just added all these, like, fun prophecies and shit and, like, put it all throughout. So, like, theorists would be like, oh, my God, this is what's happening. But then people are like, no, you're crazy. That's wild. Why would they do something like that? So nobody believes a conspiracy theorist. And then it's like... But really, they're real. But really, it's real. It's real, man. It's real. Okay, last little piece. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you the people that are like, this isn't true. You know, the, the anti-theorist. Yep. Another tidbit. In 2007, 14 commercial air fla- aircrafts windshields cracked within an hour and a half time period. Some of them were like, oh, parked, you know, just like on the runway. Some of them were taking off somewhere coming in it's crazy what if you were on one of those planes that were like in the air like you just took off and all of a sudden your side windshield just cracked that'd be crazy there were 22 front and side windshields that were damaged and people were automatically like oh my god oh no it's the you know the electrical magnetic electromagnetic magnetic <laughs> okay the electromagnetic field We'll take care of that one. <laughs> Otherwise known as EMF. I think it's the storm. The storm's doing I it. think you're blaming it on a lot of external things. <laughs> Anyways, which, which, those, those fields only affect electronics, which you could say, oh, yeah, there's, like, you know, the, the windshields have... <laughs> electronically heated windshields 
Not on planes. What are you talking no, about? it's true. What? So they're like electronically he- heated. Okay. The windshields are, mm-hmm. but like it would affect the electronics. It wouldn't cause glass to break. So that theory out the window. They try to say that it was caused by the high winds and the ice hitting it, and that's what caused it to crack. But there was no other damage on the planes. No other planes had problems. Um, an expert. A plane, airplane expert told ABC News that the incident was not only unusual, but he, the person knows of no precedent for anything like this where multiple windshields have been cracked simply by being in a particular place at a particular time. Okay. And I don't know if they ever cracked the case. Okay. <laughs> Let's just... <laughs> No comment. <laughs> no comment at all. So I did a lot of theories, and I wanted to say, like, you know, you should always do the other side of it. Yep. Where, like, people are like, uh. So one says that... It's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. There's that guy. And then there was one that said, if this was all true, like, why would they put so like if the if this was true about an ominous future for the denver airport why the fuck would they put like all these signs pointing to it to which i said people love like putting their prophecies and their scripture everywhere so it's like ah we love seeing that stuff everywhere okay also my theory that i told you before which it's like well if i make all these theorists sound crazy but it's really true people won't know you know Mm mm-hmm Another opposing side that most of the extra expenses were actually to make the airport bigger, widening and lengthening the concourses, as well as adding automated baggage system. Don't know why that adds $2.8 billion or $2 billion, whatever. I don't know. That's another thing. And then as for the bunkers, the airport reports that this area is actually where over a thousand workers work, (laughs) employees work every day and it's also like two of the huge tunnels are to help transport the luggage and in 2016 the airport began offering tours to the public so you could like see what's going on Mm -hmm. so if you were one of those people that either a worked down there or b did the tour we want to hear about it because i want to know what it's like but also let us know back to curtis ventress when he was asked about it, he said, this was before the tour started, and he's like, oh, like, I don't know if you heard, but tours are going to happen. And even if these tours start, there's also a place in Moscow where you can go down and tour the area where they plan to launch a missile strike against America with, like, a big underground bomb shelter of, like, 100 feet under the ground. So, yeah, you can tour it and be like, oh, this is what we're using it as, but, like, doesn't mean there's another meaning for it or like another reason that it's there yes that makes sense yeah all of our questions <laughs> will be answered in 2094 Wait, when what when we're dead pretty much because where's 2094 coming in <laughs> written on the capstone is note of a time capsule underneath the capstone that's made for the people of of colorado in 2094 okay 100 years later yeah, I say we open that now, but, you know. Oh, it's like 2019. I don't know. Well, Can't do that. Let's just do it. Nope. We'll, re- we'll reclose it. We'll reseal it. They won't even know. Yes, they will. It'll, everything you know, is recorded these days. Yeah, but 
soul? They oh. will, will they really be that mad that we opened it early? We didn't take it. We just put it back. I don't know, man. All right. Well, that's my story. That's a pretty good one, man. Thank you. The like? DIA. Yeah, DIA. Also sounds like CIA. I know. That's what I kept thinking. Tell your story. I'll tell my story to the world. Wait, can I go pee? <laughs> she's peeing. She, 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 she's peeing like a European. She's peeing all day in a bidet like a European. And all they say is, I'm peeing. Pee, pee, peeing. 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 I'm singing about peeing. Okay, she's back from peeing like yeah. a European. You're not supposed to sing about me peeing. Are you ready for the story of Agent Orange and Operation Ranch Hand? What? Agent Orange or Ancient Orange? Agent Orange. Agent Orange. What a cool agent name. Agent, no. Ancient. Ancient. Agent. But it's not cool. Oh. We don't like Agent Orange. Ew, what a lame we name. Don't. We really don't. So, Agent Orange and Operation Ranch Hand. Ranging. Operation Ranch Hand was a program of chemical warfare. Oh, God. Carried out by the U.S. military during the Vietnam War. It took place between 1961 and 1971. So, 10 years. And the U.S., during this period, sprayed 4.5 million acres. And to picture that, that's roughly the size of Connecticut and Rhode Island. Jesus. Combined. Uh, in an attempt to destroy, so it's an herbicide. It's Agent Orange. It's an herbicide, which means it kills plants. Oh, so it's not like an agent, like a secret agent. That's what I said. No, that's why I said no. You said that's a cool agent name. Got it. Okay. So it's not really an agent, guys. It's not a secret agent. No. Okay. So they sprayed it in an attempt to destroy the farms providing food and the forest providing cover for the North Vietnamese slash Viet Cong. That's not cool, man. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, but I'm saying like... In a tactical way, but yeah. Don't hurt Mother Nature. Facts. Because you gotta show who has the bigger dick. Yeah. So, in all, 20 million gallons of this Agent Orange was sprayed in Vietnam and neighboring on the borders of Laos and Cambodia. Mm. But we're not entirely sure where exactly that was happening. So, 20 million gallons, roughly 30 Olympic pools worth of this shit. That's insane. Um, And it was sprayed from aircraft, misting... Mm-hmm. Um, trucks, like spraying mist and stuff, and then also like individual soldiers with hand sprayers. During this period, some of the soldiers even were like joking and they flipped the only you can prevent forest fires, and they'd say, Only you can prevent a forest. Aww, I was like, Fuck you, dude. fucked up, dude. I don't like that. So, the main herbicide, there wasn't Agent Orange. Mm-hmm. But there was also others that included Agent Pink, Green, Purple, White, and Blue. And they What's were up with the colors. Yeah, they were named because of the colored marks that came on the 55-gallon drums that they would like 
ship it in. Oh. So, like, the the companies, like, Monsanto and Dow Chemical, mm-hmm. like, made them, and then they shipped them, and they had different colors on them. It's just weird. Like, pink? Why? I'm just surprised you don't want to go got pink on it. I know, but I'm saying, like, why did they choose the color pink? Like, pink's usually, like, a happy color. I don't think Dow Chemical really why you cares with, about like, people's red, happiness. Red, orange, yellow. I don't know. But... Um, so of the 20 million gallons, 13 million of them were Agent Orange. Okay. So about two thirds. And of the types, Agent Orange was the most potent. Sounds like a cleaning product. That's what's freaking me out right now. Yeah. So it's most widely used probably because it was the most potent. And of Agent Orange, there was also different mixture levels. So there was Agent Orange 1, Agent Orange 2, Agent Orange 3, and Super Orange. Oh, God. Which must have been pretty ridiculous. Yeah. So basically how it works is it has like growth chemicals in it. So you spray it on a plant and it causes the plant to grow like uncontrollably. So it uses up all of its water and dies. Oh. Yeah. Not what you'd think. Yeah. I was not expecting that. I was like now imagining like a jungly overgrown forest, but then... And then it just died. But it's all dead. Like, at wow. first, like, if you saw it happen, I guess it would be like, but then it would all be dead. I wonder how quick it works. I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to look that up. I'll get on that. Oh, and originally it was, like, the dude that researched it and, like, was starting. It was the undergraduate student. I forget his name. But it was originally to try to get soybeans to grow faster. Mm-hmm. Like, so they would produce soybeans faster. Oh. Yeah. Poor guy, he had no idea what yeah. it was really going to be used he definitely for. probably didn't like that one. Yeah. So, in addition to those active chemicals that made all the plants grow like crazy, it also contained significant amounts of tetrachlorodibenzo-p-dioxins. Oh, wow. What are those? Otherwise known as TCDD. But all you really need to know, it's a type of dioxin, which is, like, not good. Okay. Dioxins are also created... When trash is incinerated, uh, you burn gas, oil, and coal, smoking cigarettes, and also during some manufacturing processes like bleaching. Oh, wow. But the TCDD, tetra, whatever, in Agent Orange is the most dangerous of all the dioxins. I believe it was 2, 3, 7, and 8. What's that? 2, 3, 7, 8? It was just the type of the TCDDs. Oh, gotcha. Agent Orange, and I'm pretty sure... Actually, I'm not pretty sure. I'm sure it wasn't like they purposely put it in there. It was a byproduct of the manufacturing process. Mm -hmm. So it was like a necessary evil for them, I guess, because they needed this herbicide. And in the process of making it, it created these dioxins. Which they probably didn't give a fuck by that point because it was like, well, we just want to destroy everything anyway. So might as well just have this added layer of suckiness. Sure. Good being. Mm -hmm. With all this dioxin talk, it's getting the side effects. Oh. Of exposure. So dioxins, they stick around. That's mm-hmm. kind of what you need to think about is like in the environment, they're like really persistent. So they get into like the soil, lake and river sediments, and just like over in the overall food chain because it accumulates, accumulates, accumulates. Accumulates? Yes. In the fatty tissue of like fish, birds, and, like, a bunch of other animals and stuff. Yeah. So we eat that, get 
contaminated. And I, th- I think that's the main way that humans get contaminated besides just like incident exposure when they sprayed it. Oh, God. And they did. Okay, wait. So Okay, so it's not like you could still go to that land and it's like touching the soil when it like give you, like expose you to it. It's when you ingest it more. If you, t- you can by just touching it. Okay. If it's there. Yeah. Then yeah. Gotcha. And they did studies on lab animals, of course, and they backed up that even in small doses, it's very, very toxic. It's universally known as a carcinogen, mm-hmm. which means it gives you cancer. So even just short-term exposure can cause darkening of the skin, liver disease, um, a severe skin disease called chloracne, which is like an acne-like Ugh. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, that sucks. Like, you're yeah. already dying from all this other shit, and then you have to have really bad acne on top of that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like, it's like acne on steroids. Oh. Yeah. Poor, poor things. Yeah. Type 2 diabetes. Yep. Type 2 diabetes. Damn. Uh, immune system dysfunction. Nerve disorders, which takes some lion's mane. Yep. Gotta get that lion's mane. Yep. yep. Muscular. Here is lion's mane rocks. What? Lion's mane rocks? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They have rocks? No, they rock. Like, oh. like that's our code for when you buy lion's mane. Promo yeah. Code. Oh. Lion's mane rocks. I'll get in touch with Paul Stamets, see if I can get a promo code. Yeah. yeah. Lion's mane for life. <laughs> Muscular dysfunction, hormone disruption, and heart disease. Oof. So, also, this is one of those things that's particularly harmful to fetuses. Mm. This is all short-term effects right i mean it's short-term exposure can that's cause what i meant these. short-term like it doesn't have to effects. be long-term exposure so it's linked to miscarriages problems with fetal brain and nervous system development and something called spina bifida 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 which is basically where the spinal cord doesn't form correctly mm. and can cause like a huge bulge on like a child's back where oh. the spinal cord is it looks really fucking gross. It's like, oh ooh, ooh, ooh. That's so sad. Can they survive with it? I think that, yeah, they can definitely survive. I don't... Probably painful. It's, it probably causes some issues. Yeah. So, when, ven- when the veterans started returning to the U.S. from Vietnam, questions began to be asked. When they and their families reported a range of afflictions, including, like, the rashes, other skin irritations, miscarriages... Psychological issues, diabetes, birth defects, cancer. Mm-hmm. All the things that they say can happen. And then in 1979, a class action lawsuit on behalf of 2.4 million veterans Jeez. who were apparently exposed during Vietnam um, was filed. And five years later, seven large chemical companies settled out of court agreeing to pay $180 million to compensate veterans or their next of kin. That's mm, not that much. Yeah, I did the math. It's $75 per person. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. That's assuming that everybody's still alive, though, because I'm sure a lot of them probably died before that settlement even happened. Yeah. That's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, so they they try to challenge it. Various times, but the U.S. Supreme Court upheld it in 1988, and by that time, the settlement had increased to $240 million. 
but that's only a hundred dollars per person. Yeah, that's if you're stupid. going off the two point four million veterans that, yeah. So in that same year, in 1988, um, an Air Force researcher associated with Operation Ranch Hand, Dr. James Clary, wrote a letter to Senator Tom Daschle, and in it he said, quote, When we initiated the herbicide program in the 1960s, we were aware of the potential for damage due to dioxin contamination in the herbicide. However, because the material was to be used on the enemy, none of us was overly concerned. We never considered a scenario in which our own personnel would become contaminated with the herbicide. Like, no fucking shit, idiots. How all these people are working with it and have to, like, disperse it onto the land. Like, how do you think it's not going to affect them? That's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. Yeah, it's all, like, mist in the air, too. Yeah, like, you're breathing that stuff in and... It's getting all over you. Yeah. Your skin absorbs 40% of whatever you put on it. Yeah. Even if it so was it's like, like... if that shit spills on you. Even if you wore a suit, like, you have to take that suit off and then it's all over this, It's all over everything that you're around and you're touching. It's so dumb. Yes. I'm annoyed. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. So, in 1991, George H.W. Bush signed the Agent Orange Act into law which mandated that some of the diseases associated with Agent Orange exposure were treated as wartime, were treated as a result of wartime service. Mm -hmm. So you could get medical benefits for it through the VA. And as of 2015, I saw that almost $25 billion had been given out, mm -hmm. which is 100 times more than the settlement. Yeah. Originally. So wow. fuck the chemical companies. Yeah. Which is great. You know, that's good. A little, little too late, in my opinion. Right. But, um, <laughs> Very late. Because there's probably a lot of damage that happened in between that time period. Mm -hmm. However, this only addressed the effects of people in the United States. Mm -hmm. So besides the insane environmental damage caused by spraying 4.5 million acres, again, the size of Connecticut and Rhode Island, worth of land in Vietnam... Which also, Vietnam, the entire country is the size of New Mexico. I believe it was 82 million acres mm -hmm. is the total size of Vietnam. So basically they sprayed 5% of that country, which if you did that to the United States, you basically like get rid of Kentucky. Jeez. Just spray the entire state of Kentucky. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought that was pretty ridiculous. But also it's pretty easy to find acreages of states on the internet if you ever want to do that <laughs> interesting so besides all of the environmental damage done in vietnam the vietnam says that four hundred thousand people were killed or maimed which means permanently damaged um to mm. the point of no return basically as a result of direct exposure to Agent Orange. Two million people are suffering from cancer or other illnesses, and half a million, 500,000 children have been born mm. with serious birth defects mm. as a result. Poor baby. So if you think about it, it's about like three million people. And that was in, so the, the program ended in 1971, and at the time the population of Vietnam was 44 million people. So it's basically almost 10% of your population was affected yeah. by Agent Orange. Again, if you do that, the same thing happened in the U.S. at the time. 1971, our total population was 200 million people. So it would be 20 million people yeah. affected if the same thing had happened in the United States. 
which at the time would have been more than the entire state of California. Wow. So it's fucked. Yeah, it's fucked up, dude. So in 2004, a group of Vietnam Vietnamese, sorry, citizens filed their own class action lawsuit against more than 30 chemical companies, including the same ones that settled with the U.S. veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there were seven of them. And in the lawsuit, they claimed billions of dollars worth of damage and said that Agent Orange had left a legacy of health problems and its use violated international law, which basically is like chemical warfare Mm -hmm. after Hitler used mustard gas, I believe, in World War... It might have been World War I, actually, when they used mustard gas before Hitler. Well, Hitler was in World War I, but whatever. (laughs) We can't wait to say However, in 2005, a federal judge in Brooklyn, New York, dismissed the suit, and the final appeal was rejected in 2008. Wow. So they said it was unlawful. hmm So Fred A. Wilcox, he wrote a book called Scorched Earth, Legacies of Chemical Warfare in Vietnam, and he probably said it the best um, when he was talking to a Vietnam news crew um, Mm -hmm. and he said quote the u.s government refuses to compensate victim phones are supposed to be silent excuse me oh shit it's fucking hot in here bro excuse me so he says quote the u.s government refuses to compensate vietnamese victims of chemical warfare because to do so would mean admitting that the U.S. committed war crimes in Vietnam. This would open the door to lawsuits that would cost the government billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it for the story of it. In 2012, uh, the U.S. and Vietnam did jointly clean up an area around the Da Nang International Airport, which was the first time Washington was at all involved in Agent Orange cleanup in Vietnam. It's, so, like, really specific that they chose the airport yeah, area. Yeah, like, so that was oh, weird. Well, if we ever fly there, might as well clean up that area. Yeah, like, maybe that's why. They should focus on cleaning up more. Yeah. The heck, U.S. government. To you. Clean up your mess. Your poor decision... Of a mess. Making. Motherfuckers. Yeah. So, before that, and the reason that the U.S. said, like, thought that it was cleared to do what it did in Vietnam, the British government used it against the Federation of Malaya, which was in existence between 1948 to 1963. They used it to destroy bushes and stuff for cover. I'm not sure to what extent. Yeah, I was like, wouldn't they have seen the effects? Like, I wonder if it was less potent. Maybe. I don't know. Cause like, also, I don't know how much they use compared to the U.S. Because the U.S. basically just sprayed it everywhere. Yeah, but you said even a small dosage of it has, like, really large effects. So I feel like... There would have been something about the effects that it had the first time when they were first like, oh, this is where we found mm-hmm. out about it, you know? That was probably just didn't care. Yeah. It's the 1960s. True that. Nixon. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure was president. I don't know exactly, though. 
It's weird how little people cared back then. It's just easier to hide things. That's true. No internet. People were gullible as fuck. But also hard, not hard, sad how hard it is to still get, like, our government officials and people and, like, people in general to actually care. Yeah. Like, the environment and other people. Like, the most wild thing to me. Yeah. Probably goes the other way, too, where, like, there's so much information out there now. It's hard to know what's the truth. Yeah, but, like, even, like, climate change, for example. Or, like, re- recycling. Or throwing your trash in a trash can. <laughs> yeah, you don't like, need to do that. I'm going to throw it out my window. Don't know where that accent came from, but it came. And it went. Mm-hmm. So, to kind of close it out, I don't know. There's, you could do a whole other fucking podcast about this. Operation Pacer H.O., in 1977, HO, Herbicide Orange, mm. Johnson Atoll or Kalama Atoll Island in the Pacific is where they stored all of the Agent Orange that they had in Cambodia and basically all of the Agent Orange ever. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I shouldn't say ever. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm guessing it was the vast majority of whatever supplies we had. So they basically put it on this island, and then they put it all on a boat, and they burned it in the middle of the ocean. Are you serious? Yeah. (laughs) What? So that all went into the atmosphere. It's all in the waters and the fucking air. What? That's the stupidest thing. Yeah. Why would you burn it all? Like. Why are people... How did you... (laughs) How do people like this get in power? I just don't understand. And, like, make decisions like this. What is happening, world? 1977. So that is the story of Agent Orange and Operation Ranch Hand. That's crazy. That's sad. Very Chernobyl. A lot of it had given me flashbacks to that show. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen Chernobyl on Hulu, it's insane, and you should watch it, because it's, like... Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I didn't realize some of the, like I knew about Chernobyl, but I didn't know a lot of the information we learned mm-hmm. in that show. Very a little more in depth. Yeah, that's the show, folks. That's the show, man. Thanks for coming. All right, guys. If you have any interesting, crazy shit to add, anything, email us at the Scaredy Cats Podcast at gmail dot com. Or find us on all the socials. All the socials for Instagram, it's the Scaredy Cats Podcast. Twitter, Scaredy Cats Cast. Facebook, the Scaredy Cats. TikTok, the Scaredy Cats Podcast, separated by periods. Boom. Check it out now.